0: Hi, I'm Pat
1: Going. And I'm Amy Going Hayworth.
0: And this is a podcast about aging from the perspectives of two generations. On today's episode, we're back for the second half of our conversation about downsizing and decluttering with Jennifer Brink and Rick Troyer from Things Forgotten, Not Gone, which is a division of Colorado Goodwill.
1: We covered a lot in the first half of our discussion, and we go even deeper in the second half, including how the operation works and the real emotions of letting things, but not the memories, go.
0: Well, I'm curious what your relationship might be with real estate brokers, because many of the folks I see that are downsizing are doing that in preparation to sell their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that a handoff that you typically do with them or is there something like staging or, you know,
2: the uh, the photographs or whatever that you would do for a realtor? So with realtors, it just depends on the, the circumstance for each family or each home. Mm-hmm. Um, if, there's extra help and there's they're needing it staged or whatever, they can talk to us and they're like let us know like, hey, leave this furniture here, we want to stage it. Or um so it just depends on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Do we directly work with them sometimes, but sometimes not. So okay. sometimes a realtor will reach out and we'll clear a house for them because um they're in charge of that part. So um, but if the clients have a realtor and we all work together kind of thing, but we don't go out and look for a realtor for the clients yes. or anything like that. So it just depends on the circumstance okay. well, for okay. the realtor
3: situation. A lot of times when we're working with realtors, it's because they want the house cleared out yeah, and then they want to stage it with their own. Stagers that they have, okay, and that are used to work for. So their main reason to get a hold of us is say, "Hey, come look at this house. How much is it going to be to clear everything out?" Mm -hmm. We give them a bid, a price, and we arrange, we box everything up, and it's all gone. It goes away.
0: Well, it sounds again like this great flexibility that Mm -hmm. you have, Mm yeah.
3: And and getting back to the real estate, but we do get a, a lot of referrals from real estate people who have used us. They'll call. Mm-hmm. one of their real estate buddies or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and we get calls from them to say, hey, can you come and take a look at this house? The people are gone, and we need to clear it um, so that we can put it on the market for sale. So, okay, And that's what we do. And the nice thing about it, and I'm trying not to talk too much here, but we can, as we're clearing the house, if it's good stuff, it'll go to a store, a Goodwill store, or it gets donated, and it gets repurposed. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the... It's not just... You can call 1-800-JUNK and they'll come and just throw everything in the garbage. But the stuff they're throwing in there could still be valuable to Mm -hmm. somebody. And that's that's what we're trying to do is to repurpose as much as possible on this. And if it is trash, trash is trash, but metals we can take and recycle in a metal recycler Mm -hmm. that we have. Jennifer mentioned earlier about glass. We recycle glass. Computers. We can take all old computers and they get recycled. They're not just mm-hmm. thrown into landfills. So that's uh-huh. the SE. We can also get rid of all the chemicals and paints and stuff that are in houses that people leave behind. We, Instead of that going into a landfill, which it's not supposed to, but you know how people right. are. Right. Um, we, we dispose of that properly, too. We take it to our mm-hmm. recycle place and they put it all together and dispose that's, of it. That's great to <laughs> know.
1: So I've heard rumor that there is a giant warehouse on the other side of this operation. Um, maybe take us behind the scenes and, and paint the picture of, of your operation and some things that people in the general public might not get the chance to see.
2: What typically happens once we leave a house and we have items for the e-commerce department, which is shopgoodwill.com, um, we bring it in, it gets listed, or I'm sorry, it gets um, quality checked. So make sure it's not broken or make sure it works properly. Um, it gets tagged with the consigner's name and then it goes to photography. Once it leaves photography, it gets at least six six pictures taken of it depending on the item and then it goes over to the listing department and they jazz up what the item is so it's not just a red vase it's a cranberry vase from the 1970s or or something along that line and Then it goes in the shelving department. And once it gets onto the shelves, it is there online and you can shop for it. And after you buy it, then it goes through the shipping department. And the book department is the same way. And it's ginormous. There are so many books and so many trinkets and clothing and so much in our warehouse that the sky's the limit on what you could buy back there.
3: They've really outgrown the space that they have yeah. here in this building, and um, so it's it's a big operation.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. And Dad, you had a chance to to see it, right?
0: I did, and uh, Rick gave me a tour. I don't know if he gives uh, tours that often. I I think uh, there's a group at Aberdeen that are really <laughs> kind of <laughs> interested to come through and and see it. I was just amazed. And uh, I'll send you some pictures, Amy. I think you'll, you'll find them very interesting.
1: Perfect. We'll, uh, we'll share those uh, if, if Rick and Jennifer are okay with it on the website, too, so people can get the visual of what we're talking about.
0: Can we mention those websites again real quick? So the e-commerce is? Um, it is goodwillfinds.com. And that was the one you had mentioned earlier. Okay, yes. plural, yes. dot com. Yep. Okay.
1: How do you do on your own stuff? Is it easier to declutter <laughs> other people's or or what's it like it, at at your homes?
2: <laughs> so personally, at my home, um, so I'm a military brat, so we always had to get rid of stuff. So I tend to collect things that I probably shouldn't, but I'm getting better at like decluttering because. After going into someone's house, it's really easy to see that I don't want to make my kids ever have to worry about stuff like that. Um, so it's easier now, but sometimes I still struggle because, oh, that was my grandmother's or that was my aunt's. But my kids don't want it, so why am I going to save it? So I just try to keep that in mind. But some some days are a little harder than others.
3: My wife has one junk room that seemed to have accumulating items and I think it's because of the pandemic because we never had this and she would start buying you couldn't get paper towels and you couldn't oh, get really? soaps or toilet paper remember oh, that was a big thing yeah, sure. so that room now that used to be very manageable is like I say well Matt, we need to have another roll of papers, towel, so go up in the warehouse and get one. (laughs) (laughs) And the the warehouse (laughs) is is our extra bedroom (laughs) now that we have. But but we're slowly clearing it out because, like Jennifer said, we don't want to leave it to our kids, although our kids are in their 30s. It's just um, you have to stay on top of it yourself because it's real easy Mm -hmm. to just say, well, I might use this. I'm going to go stick it in here for a while. And then two years later, it's still there and it's got dust all over it. And why did I, why do I need to keep this? And it's not just trinkets and items. It's clothes too. If you haven't worn something in a year, it's time to get rid of it. There's no reason to have
2: it. I'm bad about that. The clothing, it's hard to get rid of clothes. (laughs) Well,
1: I have a confession since you've, you've shared your own stories I feel like now is the appropriate time to tell you all that until my parents started to to declutter in preparation for their move, I was using their house as my storage, <laughs> even though yep. we are at least 2,000 miles apart. <laughs> and in that closet, there was everything from notes that had been passed to me as a sophomore in high school, which... <laughs> Is many, many years ago. They were written on notebook paper, this pre-days email and text, box full of notes, correction, three boxes full of notes and letters. Every bridesmaid's dress that I'd ever been part of the wedding for. My dad's letter sweater from high school was in that closet. (laughs) And I brought it home with me because I refused to let that one let that one go. There were way too many 50s dress-up parties where it served me well and plus I'm really proud of him still. He's he worked hard for those right. varsity pins. Right. And what else, Dad? Cuz he every time for and, and honestly for the last 4 years every visit home that I made, um, my amazing father would ask with deep longing an invitation for me to go visit that room for at least a few hours so it has been progressive but finally i think this last visit i let go of the bridesmaid's dresses i don't think i will ever wear those again
0: (laughs) well i love hearing this confession i will i will share it with your mother
1: it feels like a moment of pride. I've come a long way, and you didn't give up on me. So it's been very inspirational yeah. to watch you two honor the things. Um, to even and Jennifer and Rick, I cry every episode. So case you know, here we go. Uh, um, I cry about everything these days. You um, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just to see the the memories and the yes. even the the things that you choose to keep, Dad, has been fascinating because you're amazing at just getting rid of so much stuff now. But I take very special interest in the things you don't want to get rid of.
3: Well, they're memories that help trigger your brain to remember those things. That's why, that's why you don't yes. want to get rid of them. Because if they do go away, you might forget about that special occasion that that particular thing had in your life whether you were a little girl teenage girl or what have you and you don't want to lose those precious memories and it also you know it just goes to show that not only are you getting we we're getting older but our parents are getting older so you're getting closer to that end so each day is is precious right now in our lifetimes because you just you just never know what tomorrow brings but, I mean it's cliche but you never know so you need to you know memories are wonderful and you need to live each day in the fullest and just thank the good lord that you you have your parents alive for the day that you wake up um, cuz you never you just don't know
1: that's so well said
3: <laughs> that's just the reality of the situation you know
1: yes that's so well said and just 100% confirmation that the two of you are exactly where you're supposed to be to help people through this and just to be able to see that that these things are just physical manifestations mm-hmm. of something otherwise conceptual uh you know I think that 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 really strikes me and you know honoring the things are symbols of the memories mm-hmm. and to celebrate those yep.
0: Well, I think we've covered a lot of really interesting ground, and I would say this to the two of you: I've been to two of your presentations, and I've learned several new things today. So Ooh, certainly, that's good. certainly, thank that's you. It's good. Thank Slow you. Slow learner, or,
3: dude,
2: there's no, it's just <laughs> no.
3: so much to share. There's a lot. I mean, it's it's tough. Growing old is not for sissies. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. No, it's not. That's for sure. Well, we'd love to cl- close our, our podcast with just um, a moment of, of gratitude. So we're recording this on a Friday. As you look at the, the week or even the day that you've had, what's one small thing, Jennifer,
2: that you find yourself grateful for today? Um, I think I'm just – I'm grateful to – be alive and to be able to share this time with all of you today. And I'm grateful for a lot. It's been a rough month. So um, I don't want to start crying. So I will not go into too much detail. But I'm just I'm just grateful for the people that I have around me today. Mm, amazing.
1: Yeah, we can cry together. anytime. <laughs> so you get in touch. <laughs> Rick, what about you?
3: Well, I have a a couple of things I'm going to say. One, you know, today I I went into my office and I have, I my office is on the second level of our house, and it, it the window faces west, and it, there was just this beautiful picture of Pikes Peak right there with oh, the way man. the sun and the it was hitting the snow, and it was just so calm, and I just you know we take living here for granted because. Mm-hmm. Do we take the mountains for granted? Because right. we they're there all the time. But today it was just the color and everything was just um, very unique. And the other thing I have gratitude for is tomorrow we're my my parents are celebrating their sixty sixth wedding anniversary. It'll be next week, but we're going to go out to dinner tomorrow night to celebrate it. So I'm I'm very grateful that I'll have that opportunity to celebrate another anniversary with them especially with their health and and how they're declining. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, And, you know, I just, we are all so blessed, whether you're in in Florida, us here, and we take, sometimes we just take this stuff for granted. And I think we need to, um, you know, just be thankful and cognizant that we are so blessed with the lives that we live. Well, my
0: gratitude is is
3: not going to be quite as, as deep
0: as, as Rick said, and I, I certainly uh, honor that. Mine's going to be a, a little more pedestrian. I have rediscovered the Apple computer classes, and they are so fun, and we are starting to go back. These are free classes. I don't know really? if you two have ever been there. We've been to about 40 of them. And they're, uh, you talk about the iPhone and uh, your iPad and how to make movies and, and uh, how your Apple Watch works. And it's just fascinating. And so for some reason, well, I guess because of COVID, they, they shut down. They weren't offering those. Mm-hmm. And so started back on those, and they're really fun, and it's gotten
3: me out of the house. So they're in-person classes. Oh yes. Oh, that's that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, obviously, they probably did get shut down. Right. Covid. Um, so that's that's
0: good. Oh, and to, to Apple's credit, and if you're hard of hearing, they have uh, you know assistive devices to help you, and mm. and uh, they're very accommodating. That's awesome. So sort of a mundane, but. It was a lot of fun this week
1: well i'm I'm grateful that my my almost eighty year old father is going to take the apple classes so he can teach me how technology works um, <laughs> And I'm so grateful, grateful for this time with you all and that we actually have technology that can enable us to have a conversation like this thousands of miles apart, a couple time zones apart. And yet we can really meet here and share the wisdom and be able to put it out into the world to help others who, who are stuck doing some of this on their own. Mm -hmm. There, there is a, group of compassionate people who are, who are available to help. Um, and I think that's really exciting. So I'll, I'll close with, with this. So, you know, while this is a podcast about aging, it's actually a podcast about living. So get out there and live life well. Thank you so much, Rick and Jennifer, and we'll talk to everybody next time. Okay. Thank Thank you. you.